Hi, it's Jane. I just wanted to let you know that this episode was recorded back in December, so please keep that in mind while you're listening. And also consider joining our Patreon if you haven't already. Thanks for listening. Hello, Jane. Hey, Isa. Hi everyone, I'm Isa. I'm Jane. This is Under the Bleachers. We are um, two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. Yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> this week, If I Stay. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you, Jane? <laughs> I'm okay. I was just telling you that last night I watched Martha, Marcy, May, Marlene, which I think is slightly slept on. Like... I mean, it came out 10 years ago, and it was super critically acclaimed, but um, we've forgotten that Elizabeth Olsen is like a... She's a real star. And to yeah, cu- and to be the her. sister of the Olsen twins and to be that talented and, like, yes, yes, stable. Yes, And also... I would not. I would not. <laughs> beautiful. Important to mention, she's so beautiful in this movie it's and it's i was thinking that like okay you know how people go to the hairdresser and they're like i want the the jennifer whatever from friends like it's harder to do that for movies about people wait do you know what i mean yes 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 okay it's harder for you to do that if you're talking about a character who is like fucked up or abused like i can't like be like (laughs) i want this ex-cult members haircut I want the girl, I want the child in, I want the haircut from the child in room. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, like that wouldn't fly. Take your, take your child in and be like, I want my child to look like the child from room. But the truth is, I want to look like her, exactly like her in this movie. Listeners, feel free to Google. Um, I watched an Elizabeth Olsen movie recently, like two weeks ago, I watched In Secret because I love Oscar Isaac and it's just them having sex. Whoa! Yeah, well, I don't know that movie, but I have hot. to watch. It's really bad. It's um, uh. it, it's just like fun because they're in it, and like that lady from American Horror Story is in it. Anyway, wait, which one? Uh, Sarah Paulson, by any chance? No, the older lady. Oh, like, very famous. I'm not gonna remember her. Yeah, I don't know her name. <laughs> <laughs> we know we know movies at this <laughs> podcast. Uh, we um. We watched, well, we, we've, we haven't been watching a lot of TV uh, lately, but also we, uh, we saw you yesterday. Uh, yep. <laughs> Jane and her partner Walt came over to hang out in our backyard, which is really like the area of our apartment where the trash cans go. Um, <laughs> but we, we hung out with their dog. It's also a beautiful day today, so we should have done it today, of course. Yeah, it was cold yesterday and yeah. kind of like wet, but it was it still was fun. Great. It was great. It was nice. We hung out with with Jane and Walt and their dog um, yesterday. As you're falling asleep, Nate, Nate turned to me and was like, "If Jane and Walt died, we would have the dog, right?" And I was like, <laughs> "What?" That's like that's so kind. But uh, it is it is like um what I I don't know if your parents ever did this to you, but at one point I remember at some point my parents like sat me and my brother down and were like, "Hey, like if anything happened to us, this is the aunt and uncle who would like." take care of you and i was like yeah what? they like yep. basically wrote it into like a will yep that's important did your um, mom do that she didn't do that officially but she was like yeah you would well first of all i'd go with my sister but then she was like you oh, yeah, would true. go with 
this uncle. Do you so, like yeah. the uncle that was chosen for you as your we as your guardian? At, he's very he's a very nice man and he's super cool. Um, but I'm just not close with any of my family to be sure, honest. Sure. So it would have been weird. I mean, it would have been weird if my parents died, you know, at, at once as a child in general. But count count Olaf situation. Yeah, that would have been yeah. rough. Um, we have some. I guess we have some teen. We have some teen related celeb news that I wanted to go over. One is that Ariana Grande is dating a random boy. <laughs> He's not like I don't I couldn't describe him. Well, you were telling me you saw him in the video. The yes, but he's video. just a he's sort of your classic white white man with short brown hair. What what video or what does he do in the video? Okay, so the video is her and Justin Bieber's song about like loving loving a person and being stuck in quarantine with them and the mm-hmm. whole video she's like playing with your with her dog and you're like, "Oh." And then at the end you like you just get like a peek of them hugging and you're like like, just kidding i'm having sex yeah (laughs) not with the dog yeah not with the dog um she has like three dogs or something they're cute um his name i guess yes that that was not news but his identity has been revealed because they were like making out in a restaurant or something but um his name is dalton gomez which sounds like a it does sound like a celebrity name but he is not a celebrity He's a real estate agent. <laughs> yeah, I sorry. I have a lot of mean things to say because he's a he's okay. Dalton is a real estate agent from LA. He just I don't. He just he's a Los Angeles real estate agent from Southern California, and I think that's like a step down for Ariana. <laughs> How do you think they met? Like mutual friends, I honestly, or I like was she know. buying a house? Maybe she was buying a house. Um, she. I literally can't. I guess. I thought she lived on the East Coast, but I guess she lives in L.A. I'm not familiar with where Ariana Grande <laughs> resides. <laughs> I, I mean, that's surprising, though. I thought she though. lived in New York. <laughs> um, but, but, oh, because um, she was... You know why you thought that? Because she was um, engaged to SNL dude. And so... Yes, Pete Davidson. We, there was that famous picture of her, like, post their breakup with her holding all those shopping bags. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Solemn. In New York, yes. I, um, I don't like... Well... I have mean things to say about real estate agents because, like, that was the profession that, like, a lot of, like, mean kids uh, at my high school chose when they, like, realized, they, like, woke up and realized they needed a job and they, like, didn't Mm -hmm. really have anything going for them and they were, like, I guess I'll, like, become a certified real estate agent and, like, use my parents' contacts um, to, like, do that. Um, And uh, I don't know. I just think it's, yeah, again, I want to know how they met. And also, I think Big Sean is really hot. Oh, there's a good, there's a good picture of this guy. Um, Dalton is normal looking. Uh, Other, other dating news. uh, Selena Gomez is dating or is, you know, going on dates with Jimmy Butler, which is, which is like, it is weird to be going on dates right now in general, but also can you, so you know sports. So (laughs) can you explain who he is? He's a basketball player. Uh, Yeah. He's a, he's a basketball player for the Miami heat. I actually like never, I didn't Google their ages, although I wish I did, but he's a basketball player for the Miami heat. And he's very, um, he's like a character. He's very like silly and kind of like intense. And uh, he's very good. He was very good this past season. And like, uh he he's like a loud mouth a little bit and like pretty arrogant and like definitely loves the limelight and it, like that's like the kind of basketball players i like anyway because i like drama the whole re- the only reason i pay attention to nba is like because the players have a lot of drama and like fuck each other's girlfriends and stuff but um what a dream I'm but, uh, it's also selena gomez is normal to short height and jimmy butler is i assume like 
giant, which I guess any basketball player, they're, you know, the height difference is probably insane. He's 31, by the way. Oh. He, he's, he's cute. Like, yeah. He is yeah. cute. He just has like kind of crazy eyes sometimes. <laughs> yeah. He does look in, he does look like a very intense person, but he has yeah. a nice smile. I bet he would be like a little scary in, in bed. <laughs> <laughs> But maybe he's really good. Anyway, um, <laughs> we'll find we, out when we'll we talk find to Selena. Out. I hope that I wish her. You know, I hope she's doing well. Do you wait? Sorry, this is one last thing. There was mm. all that hubbub about the Save by the Bell joke about her kidney transplant. Are you watching the Save by no, the Bell reboot? I'm not watching it. I'm sorry. not either. Okay, then I guess I have nothing to add other than that. I feel like <laughs> Selena Gomez can take it. Like she can, she can handle a joke about. Yeah, I her agree. Kidney. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know a lot about her. I think she's very pretty. I, I think I gotta, she's pretty. I gotta support my round face uh, friends in the biz. Oh yeah. <laughs> As a round sure. face representation. <laughs> round face. Uh, short girl with round face. Represent. Round face and black hair representation. <laughs> I was googling when I was like going on my spiral where I googled short haircuts for three hours. Um, I was Googling her as one of the people oh, yes. for Oh, She had a... I remember her short hair phase. And she also had bangs, I believe. Yeah, I'm too afraid to do that, though. But she looked good. Um, speaking of round face girls... Nice. Well, no, okay. No, okay, okay. How would... Let's describe Chloe Grace Moritz, who is a object of fascination for the both of us. Okay. We I love th- her. Uh, what is it about her? There's something... <laughs> I think because she's sort of normal looking. Jane like, just like grabbed her face in <laughs> Okay, first I'll say I first noticed her in 30 Rock and she had mm. a great little arc. She was a great character. She was super funny. Um, and then I just sort of followed her career and I can't say that it's going well. Yeah, I first noticed her in Kick-Ass. Yes. Did you ever watch mm-hmm. that? Yep. And I thought she was awesome because the whole part of her character, the whole point of her character is that she's like, this like messed up weirdly intense violent child and i Mm -hmm. thought she did a great job um and then other friends like pointed out to me like she's also the sister in 500 days of summer i was just Um, thinking that yeah yeah, super like sassy and like in like confident child actor yeah and like other girl unlike other grown-ups who were child actors like she's good like i think she's i think she's good and her career is eh. Um, yeah emma watson Watson, That's a good point. Like, like she's good. She's good. Chloe Grace is good. She deserves better roles. Also, she was seventeen filming "If I Stay," so okay. she was an actual teen. All right. Um, the guy is about six years older than her, which is a bit weird. Yeah, I yeah. Because then, then you're like a a person in your early twenties, like making out with a person below eighteen. I don't love that. And also, I know like- I know that this happens all the time. For sure. In Hollywood, but it's weirder when they're, like, below 18. <laughs> it just happened with the last movie, or one of the last movies we watched, uh, The Sun is Also a Star. There were, like, 10 years difference Jesus. in the love interest. Um, yeah, anyway, she, um, apparently, she, so she, everyone noticed her because of Hit, uh, Hit Girl, uh, Kick-Ass, mm-hmm. where she played Hit Girl, but people were like, oh, she's so young, like, is it weird that she's, it's so violent, and then, compared to, like, you know the contentious shit that happens in media now i'm like wow <laughs> that was so tame um and she was in like neighbors too and i thought she was pretty funny um i think i've seen that but i don't remember oh she um she's like 
in a sorority, but she's like cool. I don't okay. know. I I, that I sounds loved familiar. It. I love her. Um, and then okay, this is speaking of her career. She was cast initially to do a live act live action adaptation of The Little Mermaid. And then dropped out of the project and said she was, like, reassessing her career. Oh. And then since then have has not been in, like, better movies. <laughs> yeah. Did she, was she like, you know what? I can't do this. I have to do Greta. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got to do The Miseducation of Cameron Post, which we have watched. <laughs> I guess I've seen, like, a lot of her stuff. But... She kind of, well, I, right now it seems like she's being in movies that, like, kind of try to be deep and then they're bad. Yeah. She needs a better agent. Uh, also, Dakota Fanning was also in contention for this role, which I think is interesting. Um, Dakota Fanning kind of fell off the earth. I like her sister though. Her sister's in na, 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 the Elle great. Fanning. Yeah, yeah. Elle which Fanning. is amazing, and she she's amazing in it. Elle Fanning is like someone who, to me, like just when you think of the word waif or waif, like oh, yeah, that's her face. I'm so into that. <laughs> yeah, I get, it's it's something. It's a quality I'll never have. Me so neither. I just, like, yeah, I'm so broad. Like... You know who doesn't have that quality? <laughs> Chloe Grace Moretz. And I feel exactly, like that's one reason why exactly. I'm drawn to her. Is like, um, she has like there was that tweet I sent you. There was like gymnast vibes. Like she she just yes. like looks like she lifts weights. She's like um, blonde, round face, uh, short. short, similar to like. Uh, Sabrina Carpenter, but better at acting than Sabrina Carpenter, and um, a little similar to the vibes I get from Florence Pugh, and that's oh, like why. Oh, for I, sure. But Florence and like, Pugh is, all, is way better at acting. Hayden Hayden Panettiere. Yes, she's Hayden like, Panettiere, who I also love. And like, you can tell that you would shoot the shit with them. Like, they would probably be okay to talk to. Yeah, slightly normal. Oh, if you have to take, if you okay, I actually did write this down. I was like, you got to take Chloe Grace Moretz to dinner and hang out with her for the night. What are you doing? Ooh. What are you going to do? What First of all, do? I'm not cool enough to impress any person in that scenario, but I feel like she would want to go to a concert. Oh, yeah, that's true. But I or don't like concerts. We, is that just because we watched this movie? <laughs> Maybe. You know what it also is? Okay, she tweeted, the actress tweeted, um, I think about Frank Ocean. She said, Frank Ocean's lyrics are so prolific, which doesn't make sense. Like, that's not that's <laughs> what not, that means. Wait, but, what the fuck? But but in my mind, that means she's, like, a music lover. And so we could you go could see like... Frank Ocean together. <laughs> it's possible to see Frank o- to get tickets to see Exactly. Well, she could. Yeah, she probably could. She'd have a private concert. Where would you take her? Where would you want to go on a date with... I don't know. <laughs> CGM. I'm just, like, I'm just like, you know, no reason. Not like anyone wants to go on a date with her and, like, hold hands. <laughs> no. Um, I guess I would, like, I would just want to, like, talk to her about her life. I'm just curious. Because she maybe, maybe technically would go, was a child actor, so she yeah, must have a story. Yeah, maybe we would go and, like, eat somewhere, like, kind of hip but bougie and then, like, get drinks and, like, talk at an outdoor dining spot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds really nice. Frank Ocean, with Frank Ocean playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, uh, the, the cafe that turns into a bar at night um, across the street from us, we met a kid who works there who... Um, wants to be a, a a music producer like an electronic music producer that's like his goal and he like on thursday nights they have a dj and he's like yeah sometimes i like play my own stuff and i was like man what a cool wait how did cool you meet life. him how did you like learn about he's this the person? Bar- <laughs> he's a barista like half the week and i just started oh, talking to him and he gotcha. was like oh i recognize you guys and like um yeah and he, he was just very friendly and 
I just thought like to be to be a 20 24 year old in New York like working as a barista and um you know probably two other jobs and like getting to play your own stuff on that's Thurs- very cool on Thursday nights yeah I just Good thought for it him was, I kind of like daydreamed about it and checked out of the conversation while Nate continued to be a normal person <laughs> um okay but but uh speaking of people with music goals for <laughs> should we start oh yeah really quickly I'll say the reason I recommended this movie is that one time I was on a plane and the person next to me was watching it oh and I wasn't watching it but I could see Chloe Grace Morris and I was like oh, what's that movie I haven't seen it and that's what led us down this path. <laughs> yeah. So this is this was both of our first times watching this movie. I should have known that. And our last. I'm gonna yeah, pause the it. movie the movie probably went on the entire plane ride and I yes. didn't realize that it was like super long. <laughs> okay, go All ahead. All right. <laughs> Let's get into uh if I stay. So our main teen is Mia and she loves Beethoven and playing the cello. Her family is weirdly functional. She is a hip mom an ex-rock star dad and a supportive little, little brother. When we first see her, it's a snow day, so her family heads out to visit her grandparents. And then in a flashback, we see Mia practicing cello at school, which draws attention from Adam, a cool musician. He asks her out, and she stands there with her mouth open for a full minute before saying yes. <laughs> also, is Adam a high school student? <laughs> He doesn't look like While it. While I was doing this, well, and everyone was treating him like a local celeb, and I was like, yeah. is this just like a person in a band who hangs out at their school picking up girls? But I guess he's one year older than her, canonically. Yeah, but it is, but they do treat it like, at one point her her friend says to her, I mean, he's older. Like, yeah, it, yeah, is, yeah. it is supposed to be like a thing. He doesn't go to college, though, right? He's just doing band. Yeah, he <laughs> stays in the area because, like, his band is, like, based in Portland. Oh, yeah, this is, ba- this movie is based in Portland, Oregon. She has unbelievably cool parents who, like, joke about drugs. I don't like them. <laughs> um, we get a lot of them, especially um, in the beginning of the movie, before they're dead uh we see a lot (laughs) and i don't like them none of the dialogue is realistic it's it's super like cutesy and like like it's just not realistic and i I yeah the dialogue is the dialogue is very um shonda rhymesy where it's like people are saying very profound things and like just them just the right amount of jokey um i do like that female actress that plays her mom she looked familiar is she like someone i would know uh, I had the same thought, and then I didn't look her up. <laughs> okay. I like that. Um, I like that the uh, this is f- first the first movie that this podcast has screened where she has a good friendship. Yeah, I yeah. I think I wrote somewhere that her friend I forget the name of. First of Kim, all, Kim 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 doesn't have enough of a storyline for me to even mention her in any of my plot points. However, she was the best person in this movie. Yeah, in my and mind. Sh- and they didn't have a friend fight. Um, Kim at first I was like she looks like Amanda Bynes and then I was like uh, she looks a little too much like Chloe Grace Moritz too. they do look really similar <laughs> there is no attempts at diversity in this film whatsoever um, yeah I have yeah. you been to Portland I've not been to Portland I went to Portland but I had just been in India for three months and I like <laughs> you were like white people so it was super First of all, there there was just so few people. I mean, it just was like a culture shock, and I had also never been there, so my experience there was very like not not normal. You but were it was like nice. you were decompressing. You were kept I, in a 
sensory deprivation tank. <laughs> I fully didn't have normal clothing for like 48 Aww. hours. I was wearing sneakers. Because you were culturally appropriating saris. <laughs> no, for sort of for real in the sense that I had those like loose pants that you yeah, get yeah, yeah. Um, when pants. you're traveling. And then like a t-shirt. Like I looked insane. And then the only other clothing I had, I had ordered ahead of time like a really, really beautiful red pea coat. Mm. So I had a pea coat over sneakers and like dirty like loose loose pajama pants pants and i was walking around portland <laughs> um really funny oh. sec really funny quick aside um <laughs> i had a big extended family zoom last night with my family and ah. uh, my friend was talking about um an indian wedding that she went to and she had a sari that she wore for mm-hmm. it because she's like really good friends with the bride and um in the past not covid and um she was like, a sorry. And then people were like, sorry? And she was like, sorry. Like it was <laughs> it was awesome. Nate and I were just like, wow, this could go on. I hope we, this goes on for like 18 minutes. <laughs> oh, sorry. And some people were like saying like, a sorry? Like, is that they what you knew wore? What was yeah, 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 yeah. And other people did not. <laughs> it rocked. Two people in our group in India got sorries made. And there was definitely kind of like tension of like us, nice. other people being like, why like i don't i it was uncomfortable and that's I great do, i love i love study abroad drama because everyone's so like stressed out and anxious that like there's always like intense emotions that rise up it was the most intense three months of my entire life and yeah. only partly because we were in india it, we there was nine right. people we were together every the like, interpersonal almost stuff. every minute yeah the interpersonal stuff kills you i went on a study abroad that was like a <clears throat> tropical research study abroad where we were oh, yeah. like in the forest like studying bugs and shit and there was big the, our big like peak drama was somebody found a baby monkey and like some <gasps> people touched it and some people were like you shouldn't touch wildlife which i was wow. definitely in the, i was in the camp of like you're not supposed to touch wildlife like yeah that's fucked up and then like the people who touched it were like obviously like oh now i feel bad like yeah you guys are shaming me so then they like doubled that da- it, it like tore and they were the like group no apart. i'm gonna touch it again it tore the group apart and like the and the the professors were clearly just like yeah we'll let this play out <laughs> <laughs> it's an experiment actually yeah, yeah it's a you still like, were not you've not put, been informed yet they but... like put the baby monkey in the road <laughs> 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 they do it every year uh that's hilarious um i can't remember why i wrote this down but uh in this part of the movie i wrote down what does blissing out mean and have you ever used this phrase okay blissing out does sound familiar and i think you know what's funny i used this phrase just the other day to describe my dog and i think it's because i heard it from this movie (laughs) oh i remember she was like playing cello in the room and she comes out and her friend is like, he saw you blissing out. I feel like, and then of course she does a thing where she's like, oh, I was just being a nerd as if yeah. like playing music really well is so nerdy and like so lame. She's I also hot. Yeah. And that's why he talks to her. <laughs> he says on their date, like, you're beautiful. beautiful. I mean, that's what he's into. Yeah. yeah. And he's right. Well, it is funny that he says like, you can't hide in that rehearsal room forever. And I'm like... Again, like, I I have problems with, like, the way this movie sets up. I can't understand the conflict in this movie, which we can talk about later. Yeah. Like, is her whole thing that she's, like, she's more restrained and, like, afraid of life? It doesn't make sense. She has every opportunity to to do exactly what she wants. She's hot. Something that I was thinking about is that the storyline that isn't about the car crash and the death of her family 
doesn't matter to me at all. Mm, the storyline, sure. If if we were to just watch a movie about this girl playing the cello and like having a boy be really interested in her, like <laughs> it wouldn't work. It wouldn't be good. Um, do you think Mia is a hot girl name? I think Mia is wow. a, hot, a hot girl name. In, wow, that's such a good question. Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> she she has. I'm, I don't approve of the hair color they give her. I wrote the same thing. Her hair yeah. looks terrible. Her hair looks yeah. like a wig. It doesn't she look natural. She should either be her normal blonde, or they should literally just make it dark brown. And it's this weird like. It's like an ashy light brown. <laughs> it's super. I don't know how to describe it. Looks it looks like a dye job gone wrong. Yeah, it looks bad. Wait, one more it's, comment about the meat cute. The you were saying how the guy's like, I'm trying to get you out. Like, I I don't like that he acts like he knows her immediately, and he like maybe I guess he knows her from school, but he's like because you were practicing. Yeah, like, because you were sheltered. Hiding, because you're hiding in the rehearsal room. <laughs> Wait, it, that wasn't even a rehearsal room. It was a classroom, and she was, like, taking up time that other people were using as, like, lunch break mm. um, to practice. So she wasn't hiding. I think she's, she's really cool, in, she's and just, he's assuming a lot and, and being an annoying Yeah, dick. I didn't like him. Also, I, I was like, has he never seen her before? Yeah, that's another big thing. That was that was my thing. Like, how big is her high school? Um, do you know if she learned how to play cello for the movie? Or, like practice anything I, I did actually i'll i'll save that for her concert later oh exciting it. um but yeah and then we find out she's waiting for a juilliard letter i'm like ah juilliard okay yeah of course oh one so the first song we see her play i think it's like cello suite one from bach or something yeah yeah i don't know classical music but i do listen to like the spotify pre-made playlist yeah. all the time and that song i have listened to probably every day for the past like six yeah. months because it's on this playlist I and so i was like oh thoughts, i know it i have thoughts about like the music choices because the it's other thing basic, i was gonna say right? is that this movie bombed but people liked the music and part of it is because it had the classical music and then also an indie rock producer helped produce the mm. the fake songs of his band yeah wait so i do you know anything about classical music like to me if you're gonna pick cello suite number one like that's not a lot of effort. What about yeah, number two? So she, number three, uh, this number is four. like in her. So there's two audition things she does for Juilliard. One is she sends in a tape, and one is she'll later spoilers <laughs> get an audition. <laughs> but um, yeah, it it makes no sense that she would pick like an unbelievably basic song. To, but like, like maybe it's not. I truly, tape. I like truly don't. No, I know. think I think it is. I think it is weird that she picks that. I think it's like. You know when they say for like a singing audition you shouldn't do songs that are like very 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 popular because like then people will just compare you mm. it's like if you were auditioning for something you would not sing the song from frozen because then everyone would just compare you to the frozen song or like adina Mantel. like yeah you try to do something that's like still recognizable but like at least a little bit out of the way that you're, they're like oh interesting choice and right. you sound great yeah yeah um which later there's like some better choices but um it is a very basic piece. It also, do you know anything about like, there's a, a whole vibe in the start of like, my parents were like part of the last wave of like punk, like punk rockers. And like, I know nothing about this. I, I'm terrible because I'm a fucking shithead gentrifier living in the fucking East Village, which is a huge like location for like these people like these this wave of like punk rock mm. and um i don't know any of it but it's funny that 
they make a big deal out of that and her the boy like knowing about it but then oh, his, yeah. mus- his music is just like one direction which <laughs> i was super into obviously yeah, yeah 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 okay we could also frame this movie as a, a snow day movie <laughs> a fun oh, little snow day true. a snow um, day movie i was wondering do, did you have did you have a snow day equivalent growing up yeah i had a typhoon day <laughs> Uh, for the listeners who haven't listened to us before i grew up in the philippines and we definitely had like um hurricane or typhoon days Um, wow was it like yay yeah yeah i mean because it's not always like so terrible that stuff is getting destroyed right but it is terrible enough that it's probably not safe to drive okay or the power goes out at the school or something like that so like yeah it was it was like yay and like sometimes i remember like similar to i I would like look up i would like look out the window and be like oh it's like really raining and like really windy and like hope that school was canceled that was one comment also i had about the beginning is like when there's a snow day called it it comes as kind of surprise but when i was a kid if there was maybe a chance of there being a snow day we knew about it we were prepping for it there was like Mm. dumb shit you did like put a fork under your pillow like i don't remember there was like there was like superstitions around getting a snow day what's the fork supposed to be i think you maybe put a spoon in the freezer and then you put it under your pillow or you put like like there's all this stuff and then there's like you flush the toilet and like there's just tons of kid (laughs) child superstition i learned a superstition as a child which is that you should never like sweep or like sweep leaves or rake leaves away when it's raining why? which like why what would happens? you anyway but even if yeah. there's a light rain because it's like you're sweeping away your wealth oh uh, yeah okay like, but also like why would you i guess if it's like drizzling and you're like oh i should get this shit out of the way before it gets like really gross yeah but you're supposed okay. to not not do that I so won't. don't do that <laughs> yeah, i'm not gonna obviously. don't sweep away your wealth um my, my but i was gonna wealth. say isn't it like the snow day is supposed to be like for their safety because they're not supposed to drive and then they Absolutely. drive yeah and then they die it that is a good point keep going now that we've yeah like, let's, jumped let's ahead. Move on. okay here's here's the important <laughs> here, here's what here's what happens in present day her family gets into a massive car crash um and mia has an out-of-body experience and spirit mia jumps into the ambulance with her unconscious body but then it goes back to the past and Adam and Mia go on a date to a cello recital where they hold hands, even though they haven't had a real conversation yet. And <laughs> afterwards they kiss. And then Mia goes to one of his concerts, but she keeps her arm, arms crossed the entire time. So we know she's uncomfortable. So this is the point in the movie where they try to set up a whole thing of like her not being like her, the rest of her family, which doesn't make sense. Number one, because her brother is like precognitive. So like she already is like, oh, he's like them because he's loud. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um she likes classical music and was like curious about the cello and like I guess like she's more type A and they're like I don't know, punk rock, but they're just like good parents. They're so supportive the of her. They're yeah. so also, supportive of her music. Also, what this is so fucking stupid about is that like a lot of people who play in rock bands have had classical training. absolutely do the people making this movie know anything about music like people would her parents would like if she were into music like i don't it's also implied that she like only likes classical music which is another thing where plenty of people who play instruments and play classical music have a wide variety of musical interests which is normal Uh, i did write 
so when she's like coming so after the accident she's sort of like in the snow and like wakes up and this is where i wrote does her hair look very bad question (laughs) mark oh because you can see what color it was (laughs) yeah um yeah and then um but i guess they're like oh i also wrote is this guy cute eh i'm not sure (laughs) oh wait i do i here's my consensus on him when he's playing music he he is attractive i also wrote that (laughs) and like when he's not but he's British, which I think explains why he oh, looks like that. He has okay teeth. Ooh, <laughs> sorry. Um, but um, yeah, the voiceover is like annoying. The flashbacks with like her setting up this dichotomy of her rock family. Again, like the child is not rock. I don't know. But um, yeah, I was I was like, do you have any similar experiences in childhood? My mom was a ballet dancer for a really long time until she hurt her knee and she wanted me to dance ballet. And I tried it a few times and then immediately had too many body image issues. And, like, mm. you're supposed to even take on more body image issues when you dance ballet. So it was already yeah. too much. Also, I didn't, well, I'm glad I didn't you like got it. out of it. I didn't like it enough. Yeah. There's, I don't no think other, I have... there's no other thing you do at that age that, like, you're wearing a leotard. G- yeah, or gymnastics, which actually I did do a little bit of and did not did not like it. I did, like, fake gymnastics, like, ch- like the little gym, like, children's, like, playing around gymnastics and i loved it because like it wasn't competitive gymnastics mm. <laughs> so it was like all the fun of gymnastics without the you know yeah there's more B- cliche Bulimia. dialogue stuff that i wrote down like when she's talking to adam on their date he's like music saved my life and then when when they kiss she's like she says something like i'm worried you're gonna i feel like you're gonna mess up my life and he says oh A my god mess never hurt anybody and it's just yeah well also Awful. i was like did, okay your parents were like what punk rockers did your parents not do like lines of coke off each other's naked bodies and like a dive <laughs> and like a dive bar like how is this gonna mess up your life if like a person one year ahead of you in school likes you <laughs> yeah what is giving her that idea unless uh, she's sort of just prescient you know or like just has like thing, a vision about it one thing i will give them credit for if like if there was some fucking scenario where I liked something obscure and like a boy took me to go see it, like I would like that in high that school. That was sweet. I think it was yeah. really nice of him that he went out of his way to like go on a date that she cared about and like was for her. So I that liked, was very nice. And I liked like the sensual performance of like the person playing cello with them like touching each other's hands. I will say it was not working for me in the way that uh, the well, sun is also I, a star okay. was working for me. <laughs> I, um, when I was in high school, we, there was like some music class I took where you could like get extra credit for going to like, if there was a local symphony doing something. And, um, I went at the time with like a group of friends and the person I was dating at a time. And there was like a really hot guy playing a cello solo. And he was like very sensual, like the girl in this scene. And it kind of took me back to there. But I did not, like, erotically touch my boyfriend's hand. Yeah. Um, We just, like, watched it and we were like, that's cool. Like, these people are really talented. And, like, there's, like, eight other people here. It sucks that, like, people, you know, there's no encouragement to, like, see classical music. Um, Yeah. But then then we get to the band scene, which, like, I agree. Or his band, which I agree. He's, he's, like, hot and sweaty. Yes. Yeah. I'm into uh, it. And, and and as you said, like, his music is super not, not punk in my mind. Yes. But beca- because of that, I absolutely loved it. However, throughout the movie, they play entire songs. Yes. They, like, they put in, like, four minutes of music. And it that's one of the reasons long why this movie songs. is so too, it's too long. 
This movie has a lot of stuff they could have edited out. Because there's also, like, mini subplots. Like, there's a little bit of dialogue about how she and her friend don't want to be, like, those girlfriend girls or yeah. something. And that's just, like, unnecessary. It's like, also, But it's also not explained enough. Like, is that why she's worried about him? Like, is that... Is that they're just like, we're going to we wait just... until college to have a boyfriend. Also, lame. You guys suck. Number one, lame. Also, maybe just don't, like, act like you have to marry the person you beat in high school um i was gonna say if i were in a band and my girlfriend stood in the back with her arms crossed like being a huge bitch i would be pissed off yeah i would also be like this person isn't fun and like clearly we don't have yeah, enough in common it's our second date clearly we don't have enough in common she and he's like singing with this redhead with her boobs oh, out right. and she like gets pissed off and then he's like She's also into girls. Yeah, there's of course the <laughs> lesbian reveal, which is stupid because like being the the idea of um, being jealous is not an issue for their relationship. It's never an issue, so there's no reason for them to introduce it at all. Besides to have the lesbian joke, it's in my more mind. of just so there's this. This is where the movie sets up like she doesn't get along with his friends because they're at a party and yeah. she's just being like a bitch and. She's at the party. She's sitting on a couch with, like, two other girls. And one of them, like, is like, hey, like, so what kind of music are you into? And she's like, mostly classical. And they're like, oh, like, classic rock. And at that point, you can just be like, no, 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 haha, I play the cello. But she chooses to be, like, a giant mean person and, like, yeah. stand up and try to leave. Exactly. Like, they would have... I, I feel like those people might have maybe, like, a good shot of them being like, oh, that's so cool. Like that rocks that you play the cello yeah and then they could have had a conversation about being like yeah you guys are also like you are both skilled musically also jane is like lens flaring right now yeah. you look like I'm you're star in trek. Like, I'm star trek michael bay the new star trek movie <laughs> michael okay, bay sorry. zoom directed movie <laughs> jane's in the new avatar um okay anyway we can move on <laughs> okay one last comment which is at 19 minutes in i thought i hate this movie so that's <laughs> That's I'll, where tell we're you, at. I'll tell you the moment where I was like, because uh, like I I am full disclosure. I am a sucker for like narratives about young people in the arts mm-hmm. and like learning. I don't know. Being like, I got to hone my craft because I got to get ready for the big audition. Like I actually do like that shit. And so like the flashbacks of like, oh, her dad wants to buy her a cello. Like that stuff was kind of cute to me. Um, You're allowed to like this movie, for the record. Well, I'll tell you where I started being like, I'll tell you where I started being like, oh, no. Okay. Because it it was a definite turn for me. All right. So in present day, Spirit Mia finds out that she has internal bleeding and that she's going in for surgery. She watches a nurse who is the only black person in this movie (laughs) tell her that it's up to her whether she lives or dies. Back in the past, Mia and Adam's relationship is going still going on. And at uh, at a family dinner, he sucks a bee stinger out of her hand. (laughs) At one of his concerts, she actually dances in the mosh pit. And then they say, I love you and have sex in a a shed, which made me yell, no. (laughs) I like actually yelled that out loud. Okay, really quickly. In the flashbacks with the parents dressed in cool Urban Outfitters looking gear, laughing in the sun, doing cool um american upper middle class activities like in the city in the country like i'm like i want to be like that (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i want to be them (laughs) um yeah i just 
I, I like there's this concept in the movie where the mom's like, hey, we have a Sunday stragglers dinner, which doesn't make. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess she's implying like everyone the night Anyone's before invited. like went out partying or like oh. or, or or maybe I'm totally off. And maybe she's just meaning like people who don't have anything else to do. Like, yeah, I think it means out. like if you don't have a family, but because like her parents have these cool friends. Um but I want to do I really want that and like I've talked to Jane before about like I want to like one day have babies and like go on vacations with like my friends and like the adults and the kids go on a vacation together and like the kids get to hang out because that was a big part of my childhood like going on like group family vacations where like the adults go and like go off together and like drink and then the kids kind of have like I don't know a level of freedom I never didn't really have like otherwise and like yeah you just hang i mean obviously it is such a dream to the idea of like being an adult and living near people you care about i mean is truly like a dream yeah that's already the dream yeah that's cool i mean jane uh for the listeners jane and i live i don't know a 30 40 minute drive away from each other and that's like the closest we'll probably be for like the rest of our lives maybe unless we both move to unless we both move to yeah the (laughs) suburban new jersey (laughs) that's the plan um uh psa another psa that's not what you do with bee stings did you know oh that? tell us what you do uh nate walked by and was like freaking out because that's not what you do <laughs> he learned it in boy scouts you either use a credit card or Whoa. your nail okay to, like to scratch it out you like scratch you like just scratch it out interesting um you do not suck Suck, on inhale it inhale it into your mouth (laughs) it was so so at that point um i was laughing out loud when he was sucking on (laughs) her hand in front of uh her parents yeah and did you see her mom was like grasping at her dad's chest like yeah sort of being like oh they're cute but like that's how i felt like oh no i wanted to be the mom in that scenario <laughs> i wanted to be like ha my daughter's experiencing a jolt of horniness to, her, to her crotch <laughs> i okay. love to see it <laughs> no okay let's talk about the the doctor situation this this i i, I can't i can't get on board with at all which is Wait, um the doctor oh, saying the- <laughs> something like if she wants to live she better start fighting and i was like no what uh, she needs is you to take her into surgery and complete the <laughs> surgery that will help much more than her yeah. unconscious body quote quote fighting what i also this. think it's funny because the the nurse that you correctly identified as the only person of color in the movie keeps like leaning over and being like it's up to you baby and like yeah, and she calls her like pretty and she's like, like i don't want to leave you hey like does she do that to all her patients? Yeah. This is the second, like, man, this, the second this lady, motherly black nurse that we've had in a row, correct? Yes. They're also, probably the hospital is like, man, she gets like really weird about her patients. Like, <laughs> we kind of need her to stop doing that, but like we're really understaffed. Like, <laughs> imagine, imagine this nurse during COVID being like, it's up to you, baby. And they're like, oh ma'am, like, please get away from the COVID positive patient. <laughs> Ooh, this is dark. Um, my sister's a nurse and she told me that like, nurses this who are positive happen. work no they just if you're positive oh, they wouldn't send you home unless you're work. sick because yeah. there's supposedly the ppe or whatever it's called like is beneficial and she was like we wouldn't have enough people on staff if you were if people with covid couldn't work oh, so sorry a little darkness um yeah, to bring I... into this movie about someone whose whose entire family dies yeah <laughs> um Anyway, the, sorry. Let's talk about the sex scene to lighten things up. She doesn't. Well, 
uh, really quickly, I'm like, how much older is this guy? Why are all the teens allowed to play in clubs? Where is his family? Oh, he he does say like his parents are. What's the story with his family? Okay, the story is that his parents like don't are either divorced or fighting, and this is important because they choose to have sex in a shed. And so, if he is not homeless, which maybe he does not have a home, but it's not that's not a, an issue as far as we know. Why doesn't he? They go have sex in his house where his parents are not around. Good point. Good point. Maybe because it's is he supposed to be poor? <laughs> I. It's not clear. It's not um, clear. Also, like. Uh, does anyone in this movie do drugs? That was my question. Because <laughs> they're all like in the CD like bands and club scene, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, there's no, there's drinking, there's but there's no, no drug, drug yeah, use there's no that's drugs. shown. And the parents I think because are this like, movie is supposed to be for fourteen year olds. Yeah, the parents are like, why is she so scared of his crowd? Like that was us, and I'm like, you should be worried as parents because they probably do harder drugs, <laughs> like than you did, or actually maybe not, probably not. Sorry, what, my dog people, is eating his leg right now, and I'm trying to get him Molly? to stop. Oh, um, yeah, it's okay. Hey, stop eating your leg. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> hey, leave it. Hey, stop. Okay, stop. Um, Sorry. Did he say what the shed was? He did, and I and I was too distracted. I, I was uncomfortable. There. Oh, this is oh, okay. She does the classic when they like go into the sex shed. She goes, "I've never dot dot dot," and then he's like, "Oh, that's okay." Like she doesn't, she doesn't even say like I have never had sex. She just yeah, sort of. I, if that, if someone, dot, dot, dot. you know, teen boys, if you're listening to this and your girlfriend's like I have never dot dot dot, like be more specific. What does that mean? Like you've never had peen in vagine. You've never uh, touched someone's dick. Like because there's no, there's no like, <sighs> sex isn't just like penis and vagina. There's like a whole like spectrum of stuff you do around that and like <laughs> what if what if girls aren't comfortable or like are trying to communicate that they've never uh, been fingered before and like they'd really like to try like you know like that that could have been i don't know like she could have just been saying like i've never been in a sex shed <laughs> <laughs> i've because never i haven't either in a shed <sighs> i wasn't sure i thought the shed was on his property oh okay i could be completely wrong about but maybe this. not i don't remember I maybe that's it. his room like okay, i i, I might have missed it <laughs> he's like just think of it like we're playing music I hate, together I hey jane this. would th- would this work for you <laughs> no no i hate this so much um then she starts lecturing him in music theory and being like this is the C string, and she like kisses him. This is the G string. <laughs> we were talking about like what if, what if she was like, if I were to play the C string, and then she like tickles his balls. <laughs> I'm dying. No, no. Okay. It was, I mean, we know where sucked. the. Is there a D string like on a cello? Uh, I I don't know anything about the cello. Sorry. Well, we can say there is. Oh, also a pop string cover of Halo by Beyonce plays. I in the wrote background. that too. What the what fuck? song would play in the background of your first time, Jane? Ooh, <laughs> probably. Um, I actually don't have an answer to this myself. What's that really popular song that came out in like 2011? That's like s s s s. That one. <laughs> um, mine unfortunately probably would be something corny like a pop string cover of halo in the background um although i will say one time i accidentally had sex to the song safe and sound by zed and i can't <laughs> listen to that song anymore and it was i felt gross wait that how that did it accidentally on. happen like it was on spotify shuffle and like mm. that song came on you were like hold on a second 
yeah get out get out of me i have to go change this like having sex to zed is like too fratty even for me someone who like someone who's now married to a former frat boy like that was just like i was like no 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 no, i can't cross this line but but then i did then i did i so i i as i i hated the sex scene i also don't necessarily think it's needed at all like i didn't need to see that but whatever and they didn't have to have sex in a shed additional dialogue they lie down on the floor yeah or like standing against some like oars working tools boats oh i thought it was like a a boat shed truly i didn't watch this clearly too distracted i I don't know (laughs) we were scared here's some a few other lines that that don't sound like normal people she's talking to her best friend she says if it doesn't work out will you be there to pick up the pieces and then she also says i want to dive into adam's world just terrible sorry I want him to dive into my. Just <laughs> um, yeah, it sucks. Okay, anyway. moving on. So, <laughs> present day, Spirit Mia learns that both of her parents are dead. Aww. That's it. Back in the past, <laughs> Adam asks Mia to live with him the following year since he thinks she's staying in Portland, but secretly, she has also applied to Juilliard. Uh, and she doesn't tell him this until she gets an audition. He's a little bitch about it and says that he's sensitive to people leaving because he has shitty parents. But later they make up when he gives her an ugly bracelet. Uh, <laughs> Mia's Juilliard audition goes well, and she says that the music just poured out of me. If she's a ghost, okay, there's a there's a scenario where or a scene where her scenario, she's just like running through the hospital. There's like too much time, too many filmed scenes of her running through the hospital. But if she's a ghost, she should have just flown through the walls like in among us exactly yes yes this That's is what I not was thinking th- this is not consistent throughout the movie because there's later there's a scene where she's she at her house and she's yeah. on the balcony as a spirit looking down at people she can teleport through time and space and yet she had to take the ambulance to the hospital with her body so that's not consistent can i just say if this happened to me i would immediately go into what's next i would not like hang around watching actually wait wait wait. no actually i wouldn't hang around for this part i would go to the funeral and be like i want to hear everyone like say good shit about me oh my god isa i just realized that like your dream party is your funeral because it would (laughs) people would be talking about you so much (laughs) that's like that's like so like such a roast and also so like uncomfortably true like i just want to like drop in i'll go before going to the afterlife i just want to drop in and hear what everyone says about me and then rate all their speeches and then hopefully there's also a musical performance and like i'll be like oh they got this person to sing this like great choice (laughs) to be fair i think most people would be interested in in hearing what people would say about them i would i would definitely be as well Oh, speaking of songs, I did like, there's a song at some point here in this part of the movie where they do the swan from the Carnival of the Animals that I actually do think is a cool cello song. It's still pretty basic, though. And then there's, um, she's kind of a bitch to her parents about applying to Juilliard. Yeah. She's, like, stressed out. But she plays the, like, basic-ass uh, Bach, like, cello suite one. Um, she says, this is Juilliard, sort of, like, putting Juilliard yeah, above Yeah, she's like, this music. is Juilliard, not just, like, punk. Uh, and I'm like, wow, this kid's a little... <laughs> She sucks. I, that it annoyed me because like her whole family's involved. Like her little brother's like, you're yeah, they're great. being so helpful. Ugh. And I, but I hated it. I was like, be less um, helpful. Also, it, it's weird that there's like four people in the room. So, uh, full disclosure, I did do an art supplement for um, college apps because you can do that if you want to. 
and I sang like a couple classical pieces. Oh, um, cool! I did not that, know this. Like one, but they were they were also like chosen for me. Like the the music teacher, like the choir director, like chose them for me, and she was like, "These are good, like applying to college pieces." Um, but I like recorded them in a practice room. I did not record them like at home. Although I guess her, I guess her dad has like professional equipment. So wait for your application thing. But you weren't going to study music. This was just like, I also do this. Yeah, because you okay. can. I think you can do that in the Common App website. You can just be like, here's a cool thing. Like, here's a cool video of stuff I do. Yeah. Like, if I, you're a gymnast, you can just randomly put a video of you doing gymnastics. That's cool. Yeah. I, did not I think have it's just like, something look. Like that. Yeah. Um, uh, during the fight of between her and Adam, which I kind of condensed, there's sort of like a few back and forths, but it just already is clear that their relationship is unhealthy and... At one point, he's like, have you been in a long-distance relationship? And I actually agreed with him, though. I was like, please break up. These <laughs> like, you don't need to keep school. dating. Oh, my God. <sighs> I, I did. was okay. proud of her for getting through this movie, I will say. Proud of you, <laughs> Chloe. Um, also, like, he's on tour between high school and college, which must be incredible for him. And, like, he, like, tries to call her in the middle of a party, which doesn't make sense. There's a girl who, like offers her boobs to be signed. I don't know. There's all these things happening, and I'm like, he should be, like, having fun and not, like, stressing out about his girlfriend at home. For sure. Sorry. I also, I also think it's unbelievable that he would want a girlfriend when yeah, he could be a rock star. he could like, just be, like, getting, like, diving through the world of pussy. Like, I guess he's a wife, <laughs> a wife kind of kind of guy, but Well, yeah, I, don't I mean, it. maybe he just, like, wants stability and security because of his... Oh, yeah, because of his sad... Home home life we don't we don't get enough i'm already like giving them too much credit i did like the ceiling bullshit thing he did so when adam's like something i do think that the movie pulled off is that they kind of fight back and forth before they break up yeah which is kind of realistic like when you're in high school it's often hard to like decide to finally break up um and then at one point when he's trying to like get back on her good side he like does this thing where he prints out a bunch of paper and like makes the ceiling in her bedroom look like the ceiling in the music hall where she's supposed to audition for Juilliard. And he's like, oh, like now if you're playing under it every day, maybe it won't be as scary. I liked that. I hated the bracelet. It was so ugly. Oh, it was it, it was his instrument and her terrible. instrument on this ugly bracelet. Um, and by that, we don't mean a penis and a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I had not uh, thought about that. Funny. That would actually be funny, though. Just kidding. Okay, um, one last quote that made me laugh is when they're talking about music and like and like how they love music. She says, "I picture myself in my cello. It's like my little house." Oh yeah, that <laughs> sucked. Like, That's so funny. Um, That's th- a joke. She said <laughs> a joke. Is, this is the part of the movie where I was like, "This is bad," because I think up until this point, I was just like, "Oh, it's fine. Eh, they're like music teens," and then I was like, "Oh, this is fucked. The pacing is fucked up." Um, I will also now say when they do the, they do the Juilliard audition and they show her rocking it. So I Googled like, did she learn how? And she didn't. And they CGI'd her face on the cello player or like, yeah, maybe her upper face and neck and body. So that's a real cello player playing. And if you go back and see that scene, you can tell that her face is like moving weirdly in relation to the rest of her body because it's CGI'd on. That's so interesting. It kind of rocks. <laughs> and also, like, what how did good... I wonder how she did the acting for that? Of like, well, she just had to hoo, like, hoo, ha, hoo, ha. <gasps> yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> but just her face. That's yeah, uh... yeah. It's it's funny. I mean, now knowing that, I went back and rewatched it and was like, lol. Um, 
I, I mean, again, we have this complaint a lot on this podcast, but these people are in high school. Like, why are they acting like they're going to marry each other? I mean, full disclosure, I also did do long distance from oh. late high school to early college, but then we ended up breaking up. Um, How was the breakup? What was that like? It was similar to this where it was like back and forth and then finally we broke up. Nice. Were you very, very sad afterwards? Yeah. I mean, I was sad because at that point in your life, you're like, oh, this person is like a good person, but like, it's just not going to work. And like, that's life. And like, that's how relationships happen sometimes. Like, it's not all about, sometimes it's about like circumstances like that. Um, And that was sad. Um, Also, we were like kind of growing apart, but um, Mm. yeah. But I also went to an international school for the second half of high school. So nearly everybody left. Uh, probably honestly probably to like work for the fucking cia or something because like that's <laughs> that's a lot of what the expat kids do but um so like it wasn't abnormal it wasn't as abnormal because a lot of people were gonna be far apart from each other like ki- no one was kind of like staying not no one but few people were kind of like staying yeah um, so not a huge surprise but yeah but like even that said like as i was saying like hey we should stay together and try to do long distance i wasn't saying like because like I think you're the only one I'll ever love. I think yeah. it was just like me being scared to be single and also being like, well, let's like play it out and see what happens. I don't For know. Sure. Like, yeah, but they I get definitely that. they they definitely act here like they're gonna get married. Yeah, I mean, he wants her to move in with him, so he's they also, pretty serious. He also like looks at her parents and he's like, this could be us. Yeah. Wow. Um, he's wow. he's advanced. Can we move on, please? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's so bad. Okay. Okay. In present day, Adam is being mopey on the hospital roof, five feet apart vibes, and regrets ending things with Mia. He tries to break into the ICU, which is when Spirit Mia learns that her brother Teddy has also died. She screams, I want this to be over. And I was like, me too, girl. Back in the past, Adam and Mia decide to break up for good. Uh, I only have one note here, but you can go first. (laughs) Um... What? Let's see. I have two notes. One of them I already <laughs> said, which is that I don't care. <laughs> I I don't care at all about if she stays, which is the premise of the, the movie. Premise of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't care. Die. Um, and then also, <laughs> I would. <laughs> I had a question, which is, do they break up just because they think she's going to Juilliard, or is it the tension of them like? Decided. I was kind of confused because they like break up for good. She she like lies. She like well she doesn't lie. She for she neglects to tell Adam that she's auditioning, and then he's like, "How can I trust you?" And like he's like you know not calling her as much as she would like on the tour. So I I think they break up for kind of normal reasons around, I guess the tension, but also like I honestly can't keep track because it is flipping back and forth so much. Yeah, I think, but they also. They also have a cute New Year scene, and then they like, and then they break up. It's very at the party, right? It's sort of to your to your what you were just saying, which is like it's hard to break up in that situation. And so I was surprised that they like truly pulled the trigger before she even knew she wasn't going to be around. Yeah, there's this insane part during the New Year's party, and I don't know if you caught this, Jane, but they're like having a New Year's kiss, and then she hugs him, and then she opens her mouth and says this drivel she says <laughs> even when they were wasting time they weren't wasting time it was as if no time they ever spent together could be wasted and i'm like what's happening like what what how did that make it in here and he's like what's that from and she's like oh some book somewhere and what? i'm like 
is it? And I Google it and it's not in any book. I can just find it in Pinterest quotes from this movie. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, so so are we... I spent this part of the movie just spiraling. <laughs> okay, so there's a few possibilities here. One, she's lying and it's not from a book. And she just said that off the cuff. <laughs> Two... They made up a book for this movie and we're supposed to believe that she just like memorizes literature. It's also she's no she's not a reader up until this point. It's also a ter- even if they were wa- even when they were wasting time, they weren't wasting time. I It doesn't really make sense or like relate like, to their relationship. Um, it's like um when you first listen to Drunken Love and Jay-Z is like if I do say so myself, if I do say so myself, <laughs> if I do say so myself. That's what it felt like. And I felt like I was going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, that's my note. Um, also, good. she says, if we weren't musicians, we would just go to college together, which I was like, that's not a guarantee. <laughs> like, yeah, most, a lot of people don't go to college together. <laughs> yeah. Or or like, <sighs> is is Adam the type of person who would go to college? Like, but I, I agree know. that at this point, I was like, let's let's end. <laughs> All right, let's moving have on. Cho- let's have her choose to die. <laughs> okay, so in present day, Mia's grandfather talks to her, and he tells her that her dad left his band not because her brother was born, but because he saw how talented Mia was and wanted to buy her a cello. Mm. He also says that it's fine if Mia dies, and there's a <laughs> there's a weird moment where he like maybe sees spirit Mia. Because he's uh, old. Old people can see ghosts. Yeah. He's like almost <laughs> there himself. Mia remembers her favorite day where she, her parents' musical friends, and Adam's musical friends all jam together and they play an entire song yeah, as Spirit so Mia cool. watches over them from the balcony. Also, was his was her dad in a successful, like, well-known band? I think that he was like a local success. Okay. And that maybe they could have seen more widespread success, um, but then he decided to quit. well i was gonna say like which was more lucrative doing that or being a fucking teacher good point <laughs> like again this is a movie that their house is too big because the dad is a high school teacher and the mom is a real estate time part-time real estate agent <laughs> Uh-oh. um and so i'm like how do they have like a great life like yeah that's not a lot of money at all sadly. it's not exp- it's not explained why they're doing well although i don't know what it's like to live in portland and like what that's the, true i bet it's expensive it, probably expensive yeah <laughs> i i do think at this point in the movie i was like what is this like choosing between life and death thing like is the point of this like choose life even if it's heartbreaking because like at this point i i agree with the grandpa i would be like yeah it's fine if you die like your family's dead what the fuck are you gonna do yeah i i actually momentarily was like thinking she was going to choose death and i was like that would be a respectable <laughs> choice like that would be the only good choice this movie made yeah but, but what's the point maybe this should have been about like a girl who can't make up her mind <laughs> i was like what's the connection between this choosing between life and death and her whole like juilliard conflict like that's where i couldn't like make the connection maybe it's supposed to be that her life is so much her family and that she maybe adam is the person who like showed her that there was stuff life outside her family i guess but i mean i, I don't buy that her it. life i thought that her life she felt overshadowed by her family so wouldn't she be happy that she could finally be independent of the punk rocker rep i don't know yeah be i mean happy that your parents died just kidding another thing that didn't work for me is the grandpa like seeing her spirit spirit because it's <laughs> it's not clear what is happening like oh, i think that's fine <laughs> I, oh you're you're cool with it like yeah, yeah. so so if he can see her 
then she's not having an out of life ex- out of body experience. She is a spirit walking around. AKA she's dead. Like she then she's like half she's like oh, she's like on the brink of death and walking around. And then another question is which is sort of jumping ahead but when she wakes up cuz she does live. Does she know everything? What do you mean? Like she, she has to be informed that her parents are dead again. Oh, yeah, does she have the does she retain the memories of her ghost self? Okay, wait, let's move on cuz then we can talk about that. Wait, wait, wait. First, her friend visits her. Oh yeah, Mia. I mean, and I mean like, Kim. Kim. Sorry. And says like, "This is my favorite picture of you." Oh my god! If that's the note okay. to me. If I were in the bed and you came to show me a picture of me, what picture? First of all, she holds it up to her unconscious body for mm, twenty seconds. Girl, she can't see that. But I let me just, think. I would just show you a meme that we like. <laughs> I would come and be like, Thanos Ariana." Ariana but Grande is dating a real estate agent. I would be much more interested in, Jane, in pop Euphoria culture. Euphoria is coming back. That's what I yeah. That's what I would hold next to your body. I'm trying to think of what I would show you. Ugh. Sorry. I'll, also, I'll get back um, to you after they the pod. Also, <laughs> they also um, have that scene where she plays some whole notes <laughs> um, with the they like jam together. And um, Nate brought up a band Apocalyptica, which is like a very well-known heavy metal band that has like a cello it's like very famous for that and also what about like this is where i was like a lot of the musical inconsistencies were flooding into me like what about playing in like string quartets like does she have any orchestra friends does she do any competitive quartet like playing like there's other ways because she says like this is the only time I've gotten to like playing cello has been like such a solo yeah. experience, and this is the only time I got to jam. And I was like, actually, string quartet competitions are like some of the most intense things you can do with a cello. And if she goes to public school, she would have much fewer opportunities to play alone than she would with other kids. Yeah. I would think. Anyway. All right. Okay. So Mia, who <laughs> feels like let's she, wrap it up, <laughs> feels like she won't be anything without her family is about to, quote, leave the hospital, a.k.a. die. And then she hears music over the loudspeaker, and it turns out to be Adam visiting her. He has brought her Juilliard acceptance letter, and he plays her a song he wrote saying that he would do whatever she wanted if she stayed. Then she wakes up. This is the Your Eyes moment from Rent. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, my God. It's the same thing. That's such a good connection. I think the symbolic thing here, okay, okay. There's a scene where she's, like, running towards the light, and then she hears the music and she's like, ah, oh, just after this piece. And like, yeah. she couldn't leave Earth because she loves music so much. But if there is an afterlife, she'd be like hanging out with Bach. True. And RBG and T'Challa. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to classical music with RBG. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So the ending's super predictable. <clears throat> but she, she got into... Jo- this is what happens if you want to have it all. My friends, my listeners... You just, uh, you threaten to die to extort your uh, ideal world or ideal life out of your boyfriend. So exactly. He moves, he moves you with you to NYC and you both become like super broke. That's the message I took away is that like, yeah. he's like, okay, well you win. And then she's like, woo, I'm alive. Yeah. They um, also made sure her little brother died so that she yeah. didn't have to take care of him. <laughs> oh yeah. She's a, yeah, she's, make sure she's a free agent. Friends, make sure that doesn't complicate things. Make Maybe sure she'll get some money out of too. the person who hit her, hit the oh, car, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, she'll get, she'll, and her parents probably have life insurance. Like, she'll get all this money because, like, her whole family died. 
lucky um, lucky girl yeah she woke up she got into juilliard yeah understandable i think the point is like you should stay because you have love yeah the ending is super melodramatic when adam when adam is like reading her the juilliard acceptance letter it is truly soap opera-esque when he he's like we're pleased to tell you that and then he like cups his mouth with his hand and he's like oh, you got in like it's so over the top um and then again as to what i was saying like they cut the movie off right as she wakes up so that we don't have we don't have to watch Adam be like, hey, your parents, your parents and your brother are dead because that I, would be unpleasant. I wish I uh, they elaborated a little more on like because the choices between like everything you see in the movie and question mark. So like, why didn't they elaborate more on her being like, or I could finally rest or I could like not have this pain or I could go hang out with black panther (laughs) um you know like what but maybe that's just me being curious about the afterlife i mean you're right in the sense that it it never suggests even though i was convinced that maybe they would kill her and it would be a good choice like there's there's never the the alternative is not actually offered to her to die like that's not actually is it also a choice between like afterlife or like oblivion because like that's different like yeah do you want to not exist at all or do you want to like go through pain and like that's a interesting question but like we don't know if she's choosing between like the light and like anyway whatever not that this was ever that serious but i will say um if you want to watch a tv show that is actually about cool like classical music stuff um also still like soap opera-esque a little um watch mozart in the jungle i've heard that's really good it's fun there's like a lot of sex in it still so it still scratches the like you know pop culture itch and everyone's very beautiful but they're like a little more like not real but like growing up about you know the challenges of being like a musician professionally and um did yeah. you okay there's another cello movie i also uh, like gail garcia bernal that's a horror movie hold on i'm googling it um gail garcia bernal is in it um, let's see what's my other recommendation oh i read a book called Wait, the ensemble it? by aja gavel and like that's about like um a string quartet and that's what I was thinking with this movie. Like, it's a way more interesting book because it's about, like, these four different people in a string quartet and, like, how their personalities and, like, relationship to music are different and, like, their relationship to each other and, like, competition and pressure. And there's a lot of interesting stuff out there about musicians. Not okay. this. I was going to list a really terrible movie. Okay, it's called The Perfection. It. And it I think it came out on Netflix. And Allison Williams is in it. Logan Browning, who is a woman. Um... And it's really, really gross and brutal. And this is a spoiler. Okay, about mm-hmm. to say spoiler. At one point, <laughs> one of the women's arms is cut off, and Hell at the yeah. end, they play cello together. They like they like Hell sit yeah. they sit behind each other and like use each other's oh, arms to play. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Hell it's yeah. super fucked up. And uh, I'd watch it. But it's about cello, so probably more enjoyable than this. In my opinion, though, this is an ideal airplane movie. It takes up too much po- time. You don't have to pay attention. The people are pretty enough. I disagree. Let's do our questions so that we can straighten Um, it out. uh, Okay. Is this movie good or bad? It's terrible. (laughs) It's terrible. I I definitely still think it's a good airplane movie because it does take up too much time. So, like, by the time you watch the movie, the airplane ride is over. Mm-hmm. I, Jane, do you like I don't the agree. Movie? No, I hated it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even watch it on an on an airplane. I would watch the first half of the airplane and then the flight, and then I'd be like, "Oh, now I'm gonna go like eat my little meal." 
<laughs> okay, my perfect airplane movie is absolutely a like down the down the line like action movie. And my favorite airplane moment watching a movie was I was watching Star Trek and there was turbulence during a battle scene. And so it was like I was like, whoa, whoa. And then on the screen it was like pew, 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 and it was awesome. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, but the thing about that is that I do like watching action movies like that in a theater because it's like so big and like the sounds and yeah, that's true. But you that know, we're never point. gonna be in a movie theater again. So uh, no, um, just kidding. Um, what type of teen is this movie for, Jane? I actually do think that some teens would like it, yeah, proven I by agree. the fact that Issa doesn't hate it. But I was thinking <laughs> teens that are maybe like teens that are cool. Co- sorry, my doorbell just went off. Um, Teens that are into melodrama. Like a cello. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so loud and high pitched. It kind of sounded like a stringed instrument. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, melodramatic um, teens. Yeah, I mean, again, I do think I I enjoyed the first half. I was like fine with it, and then then I was like, uh oh, this is <laughs> taking a turn. <laughs> Jen, what are you watching lately? So much stuff. Oh wow. Um, what where? I think Veronica Mars, I already said, Martha, Marsa, whatever it's called. Um, maybe that's... But I'm, I feel like I'm watching the most amount of... Te- oh, Big Mouth. The next season oh, of Big yes. Mouth came speaking out. Speaking of teens. Yes, uh, that is teen, teen content, content for adults. Kind of made for adults. Yeah. Yes, definitely <laughs> for adults. We, lo- we love Big Mouth. Um, I, uh, I'm also watching Big Mouth. I only watched three episodes of it, though. Um, I, I did watch, for the first time... Last night, I watched Dirty Dancing. Oh, wow. For the very first time. Did you like it? Yeah, I actually loved it. <laughs> That's awesome. I think I like it, too. I've never seen it. It has a political message. What is it? I don't remember. Because um, it's all about, like, um, this girl who goes with her parents to, like, this, this, this like, rich Jewish-American family who, like, go to one of those, like, summer camp, like, times. And then, like, it's about her relationship and like the entertainment is like these like poorer kids that like Mm. and there's like pretty mature stuff in there like someone has to get an abortion and like it's it's implied that one guy is maybe like assaulting her sister and like there's like i don't know there's like a lot of stuff in there that i was like shit i did not know i didn't know anything about dirty dancing except the iconic scenes yeah the dance scenes um i also didn't know that people grinded in the 60s (laughs) Ah. People were grinding. <laughs> I guess which I guess that's I just like a universal timeless timeless dance. Yeah, we, rubbing uh, your crotch. I mean, a lot of people butt. are probably like how could you not have watched this movie before? But I loved it and it was about kind of like I if I had to if I had to sum up like the theme it's about like kind of like being brave and like caring about other people across social classes. Um, wow. Maybe I should rewatch it. And like the dance is just like sort of it's not like the power of dance will save everyone. It's like, it's more like these people happen to like dance and people have to kind of make some brave choices in their mm. lives. And I loved it. And also the dancing is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I do. I am a sucker for, for movies with dancing. Yeah, for sure. it is. It is awesome. I It holds up really, really well. And I think it's really well paced unlike this movie we just watched. Um, <laughs> I'm also watching, um, I'm watching Grey's Anatomy, which in contrast is terrible. They're trying to do like COVID stuff and it, it sucks. So how when did they f- film this? Are they like filming it constantly? I think they're filming it still. Yeah, I don't wow. know because the first episode came out a couple or three weeks ago. So like, they must be filming it now. Also, um, 
they it it's it is funny because like a lot of the scenes they're wearing masks ah so they have to just like act with their eyes but they already do that because they're like surgery i don't know true oh the other thing i've been watching is a lot of doja cat videos (laughs) all right i need to check her out i feel like i've been just like unaware of her and her Content. We need to do it to stay to stay hip with the teens. I know. I like Doja Cat because I like Say So. I like um, like that, which is used in a lot of fan cam videos. Um, but I, I truly like that she, uh, her claim to fame or like her rise to fame was like propelled by people on TikTok. And then, you know, like that, that's kind of cool that like the teens sort of chose to make her popular. And then um, she invited a few of the teens who got a lot of hits on TikTok into her music video to do the uh. TikTok dance. And I thought that was cool. She also just, just like, she's cool. She's like young. She, um, I, I was think like, she wait, dropped out of high she? school. I think she's a little younger than us, but not, she's not like a teen. So she was chosen by the teens. She's 25. She's the chosen one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And I, I think she's like legitimately quite talented there are probably people rolling their eyes because her music is like very mainstream but like i think she's like really legitimately talented after watching like a bunch of live performances and she's doing some fun stuff because like everyone keeps singing the song say so and she's getting bored of performing it so she made like some variations like she did a rock version Mm. she did like a kind of roxy heart chicago inspired version that i really really love like she's just doing fun stuff with the performing um and then also, the reason I was watching videos of her was that on YouTube, they're uploading a bunch of videos of her, like, shaking her ass uh, behind <laughs> the scenes. like, And it's just, like, cool behind the scenes, like, oh, we were practicing this, and then it became this video. Like, I don't know. Just teen content like that. <laughs> I'll try and get into it. Yeah, I, I just like her. I'm going to watch her career and see what it's like. She she won um, Best New Artist at some point. Wait, like the Grammy? Not the Grammy, not the Grammy, okay. sorry. American, <laughs> the other one. American Music Awards, maybe? Okay. Um, but, yeah, and she's she's cool. We like we like a cool millennial. Good for her. Doja, Ariana, I like I them. feel like I've been falling off of, like, my, the, the pop, like, ladies who I love because I've been listening to a lot of, like, sad girl music and getting very deep well, into... Well, you're the Billie Eilish correspondent and I could be the Doja Cat correspondent. <laughs> But I've been I don't to, like, listen to Phoebe Bridgers, etc. Because I don't listen to Billie Eilish, and you do. I do. I did like her album, whatever it we was. We have to listen to Phoebe Bridgers because of our age group and demographic. <laughs> I love her so much. Yeah, and now I'm listening lot. to a uh, Soccer Mommy. <laughs> but, Lucy okay. Dacus. Yeah. <laughs> the Lucy Dacus band. Uh, Bernie Sanders <laughs> likes these women, a- so I do too. Can you imagine if Bernie Sanders listen? If Jane Sanders listened to this podcast? <laughs> Wow. She would never, but... Um, she would have no idea what we were talking about. I wish. Um, okay. <laughs> Folks, that was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts. Um, don't forget to rate, preferably five stars or whatever the maximum <laughs> amount of stars is. Um, and leave a review because we love reading reviews. It helps us. Yeah. And please, you know, share share us with a friend. Please, please share us with a friend. We don't want it to just be our friends listening. And moms. Friends, moms, and paid customers. And share yeah. with the teen also. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at, at bleacherteens. Is it at at? Or do you say find mm. us on Twitter at? 
Do you need two ads? Listeners, feel free to weigh in. Yeah, let when us you know. Write our, when you write your review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time. Under, Under the, the bleachers. bleachers. <laughs>